Hey, yo, what's up? It's the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Joining me is Tyler. Tyler, let's 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 do this fast. Let's we, we gotta go fast. In the spirit okay. of Sonic the Hedgehog, we gotta go fast. We do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we both watched the movie separately, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know you were going to go watch it uh, right away, but yeah, I watched it today. I, I went out and watched it. Uh, and it was, I, so here here's my story. Last night, well, we're recording this on a Thursday. Okay, everybody, just so y'all know, this is a Thursday recording. So Wednesday night. Uh, I watched the so the first Sonic movie. I, I rented it uh, digitally, and I and I watched the first Sonic movie. I was like, "Huh, this is cool. I'm gonna go watch the other Sonic movie, the new one now." Uh -huh. Um, I think the new one is really fucking good. Like yeah. the first one, the first one was good, but I think the new one is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you. I just watched the first one last week. I think. It was, um, and then I just decided, like, kind of randomly in last minute on Saturday, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go just fucking go do this. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it. Well, I agree with you. I the first one I felt started off really good, and then kind of lost me as it went along. But the second mm -hmm. one, I never felt that. The second one, I just felt was consistently just a lot stronger throughout i feel like it knows what it is the second one and it uh it executed it pretty well i never thought i would like sonic movies mm. <laughs> i've never been a sonic guy growing up at all never really played the games never really enjoyed them when i did play them so yeah no it was, it was entertaining for sure jim carrey still got it Jim oh, yeah. Carrey still got it. I mean, Absolutely. I know he. I know he's thinking about retiring, but man, like, <laughs> he is fucking killing it as Doctor Robotnik. Oh, I think it's perfect. Honestly, I just think he's like I couldn't imagine anyone else uh, in oh, that yeah. role. He's just so good, and yeah, he's kind of playing some other characters he might have played throughout his career, but I think he puts his own spin on it, and it's it's funny. It works for what it is. And... It's mm -hmm. it's real good. I uh, I really liked Knuckles in Idris Elba. His Knuckles, yeah. I thought that was really good. I like that. I, yeah, uh, I enjoyed Tails as well more more than I thought I was going to. But it, yeah. Idris Elba and Knuckles really stands out. Yeah. I mean there there are just so many like I know like some people it might get annoying, but there are so many jokes in this. Uh, I mean there there was one that just really had me cracking up. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, but, like, it involves uh, hmm. Sonic comparing himself to a part of Dr. Robotnik. Ooh, yeah. yeah and, you know, that one, that one, like, for most of the movie I was trying to hold it in, but that one got me. <laughs> that yeah. one got me laughing out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the piece that got me, and maybe just because of specifically what it was, is when uh, it's a cut to Doctor Robotic. I think it's a little towards the end, but this is no spoiler. And a certain metal song starts playing. Oh yeah! And uh -huh. for some reason, I just lost it at that. Not you know, I'm I love that song. I love that band. But I'm like, this so does not fit in this movie at all. But it's actually perfect right now. Oh. <laughs> it just. 
it made me so happy, and I, I just like lost it at that point. Yeah. Also, There's, like the like, B plot of that movie too. Like, yep. It kind of gets stuff. yeah. It kind of gets lost in it for a really long time, and I'm like, what is the point of all this? But it was also like really entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, that was... way better than I thought. Like, really funny acting, good acting. I love that whole part too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only good video game movies, I'll say, the Sonic movies. The only good movies based on a, a video game IP. That's, I will say it. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's up there. It's up there for me. What, what what other video game properties as movies do you think? That's that's fit? what I was just going to say. I'm like, I don't really know what could be better than this in a way. I enjoyed Detective Pikachu, okay, but I you can't also... Call, you can't call Detective Pikachu a video game movie, though. Not necessarily, but there is a Detective Pikachu game. Yeah, but... It's... Pokemon yeah. is complicated because it's... It, it actually... I think Pokemon actually got co- got uh, popular through the TV show before the video game. Really, mm-hmm. I think the video game was kind was secondary to to the TV show before. Uh, like, I mean, the video game obviously took off from there, but like, yeah, I think I think that original run of Pokemon was what really got people into it. Yeah, you're definitely right there. But I mean, that movie was fine. Uh, Uncharted was fine. The Mortal Kombat movies are fine. <laughs> like, you're probably right. It probably is Sonic. I think when I think of video game stuff, I think of The Witcher recently on Netflix, but obviously that's a TV show. Yeah. You know, I've really enjoyed that show. I thought, think they, they're doing a pretty good job there. But Yeah, and I hate I that know. it's Sonic because... I... <laughs> Like, I know, right? I hate the, that they're making me care about Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. I know. Um, because I don't like those games. I, I know. Don't. Me either. Like, I hate that at the end of this movie, I'm like, I'll watch a third one. Yeah. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. Like, with yeah, what they set char- up. There, yeah, there's a character spoiler. We might... I'm not sure if this might be a spoiler, but, you know, someone might hold a gun. Yeah. In in the third movie. And that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sonic might get shot. <laughs> in the second. <laughs> in the third yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, when I was watching the first one, though, I was trying to remember... Remember that very, very first trailer before they redesigned oh, Sonic and how awful yep. that looked? And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, man, like, they made the right call there. Even, you know, yeah, it was kind of, of course, at the expense of those workers. But, man, I don't think this franchise would have lasted and they would have had such a great opening weekend with the second one if they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just look at pictures of it and I'm like, oh, my God. I can't yeah, believe it's, it. It's kind of, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know who greenlit the first version of Sonic, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they should probably listen to other people. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Sonic the Hedgehog three. I cannot believe I'm saying this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
All right. I guess we should start. Do you want to? Do you want to just quickly do the Australian Grand Prix here? Yeah, real quick? it's it's a little bit old here, but yeah, we can we can just yeah talk real quick. Um, what 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 do you think? I think it's very funny that uh, Red Bull keeps having problems. I think it's funny that they think, hey, we're going to do like we're going to take over. I mean, uh, as you've mentioned before, they they hired a lot of the Honda engineers. And yeah. they hired uh, Mercedes engineers for their for their power unit, but like that car is a fucking disaster at times. Like, dude, it's a very fast car, but you don't know if it will finish. <laughs> right, it is win or go home with that car. Like that's it. <laughs> it's and I don't just think kind of funny. Gonna... And like, it's win or go home with that car. But like, I think some tracks they're just not going to win at because oh, Ferrari yeah. is just better. <laughs> At yeah. some tracks, yeah, that that Ferrari just looks completely unstoppable. Yeah, like, I wonder in what way they're cheating this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all yeah. F one teams try to cheat. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. hide from that. Like all F one teams are trying to get an edge, try to bend the yeah. rules everywhere. But like, it seems like Ferrari have unlocked something. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that car. I just think about, and of course, it is a very long season as we experience last year too like anything can happen especially with new car it's going to be a big development sort of war but i just think i'm like who the fuck's going to stop ferrari like red bull's the only one that i think has a serious chance but their car just explodes before the end of the race (laughs) so i i don't know and even then i think it's going to be circuit dependent whereas like jetta was just is a lot about speed and that it's weird that the Red Bull has the fastest car in a straight line, and Mercedes is probably the slowest. When you think about last year, I think it's mm-hmm. just kind of weird. Um, yeah. yeah, but Ferrari and Leclerc's just—they're on top of the world right now. They're cruising. That dude's going to have the championship locked up by like halfway through the fucking season if it goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I I, I really uh. I am kind of afraid of is uh, some of the in-car camera views really showed off, like, how the porpoising is like firing a fucking 50-cal machine gun (laughs) as you're flying down the straights. It is, uh, that is, that can't be healthy. No, not at all. Yeah, to do that all throughout a race, all throughout practice qualifying, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I cannot imagine it is not not a good thing. I imagine these teams will get on top of it because the more yeah, you I mean, bounce, I... the slower you go. But but damn, <laughs> like I'm with you. It, at a certain point, it's it's going to hurt these drivers. Like yeah. like like one. I haven't looked at the schedule, but there are like certain times where it's like, hey, we have races three weeks in a row, and do you think they can take that kind of abuse three weeks in a row? Right. Like, I'm not so sure. Like, it's a... Yeah. Yeah. No, I think of, like... Can you like can you imagine, like, Spa if, or Monza if they don't get on top of this porpoising some of these teams? Like, yeah. imagine going down that... Um, I forget what it is. Camel Straight in Spa? Yeah. Right after a Rouge? Like, that is, like, one of the longest straights in all of F1, and you're just going to be bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. Like, oh, my God, that's just got to be hard. And what is... What is that going to look like in the in the wet? Yeah, 
Like that too. if you if you are bouncing <laughs> on the wet and your contact with the track is being interrupted, like like the mm-hmm. area of the tire that's contacting the track is is shifting and changing in the wet. How much control do you have in like? I mean, I know they have the intermediate and wet tires, but like, I just don't know. Yeah, definitely, I'm with you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these teams develop because certain cars don't seem to be as bad with it. It's only like Ferrari and Mercedes seem really bad with it, but like Red Bull seems to be pretty decent with that so i don't know it's going to be interesting yeah all, all those vibrations are just being transferred to the red bull's fuel pump and that's why yeah. uh they can't finish a race true <laughs> yeah yeah just dislodges everything back there yeah yeah what i thought was like crazy too is like uh you know verstappen pulled over shut the car off and his engine's clearly on fire he's like hey marshall come put this fucking fire out and the marshal's just like, yeah, I'll get there. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like made me laugh. Also, last thing I'll say, one of my favorite highlights of this race weekend was Scooter Seb. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I know he got fined and everything, yeah. but Seb flying down on the scooter was awesome. But man, did him and Aston Martin had a completely shit fucking weekend. Oh yeah, Lance Stroll. Oh my god. Like, I, Lance Stroll and Nicholas Latifi need to just like leave. Yes, like get out of here. They're um, they're just so bad, and them wrecking and qualifying. I'm like, oh my god, like it couldn't have happened to like yes, <laughs> a more perfect pair of, of yes. drivers. The perfect pair, the most stupid, like this didn't need to happen sort of accident. Like, oh my goodness, but yeah, they they look really bad. The only team yeah. to not score a point yet. Yeah. How about that Alexander Albin strategy? Yeah. 57 laps on a hard. That was and then awesome. one lap on the soft. Yeah. I was, I was really happy for him. And what I thought was better was really relieving in a weird way for them. Is like their tires were so old, yet they were able to kind of stay up on the pace. Like yeah. they were in seventh for a while there towards the end of the race on these super old fucking tires. And they weren't trip, falling back or anything. So. That's got to yeah. be a good sign for them. Anyway. I mean, Latifi has yet another teammate who's going to make him look bad every week. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, video game time. Tyler, I only have one thing to talk about this week. Okay. Because it is a thing that I have been banging my head against for way too long. And, and it is, is the Gran Turismo 7 Super License. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, the Super License in Gran Turismo 7 is a series of one-lap time trials. Mm-hmm. And the way I've been doing my licenses is that I've been, I've been fucking trying every single time to get gold before I move on. Okay? Yeah. So I actually managed to do that just fine through most of the Super License tracks. And then I get to the final exam. Tyler, do you know what the final exam of the super license for Gran Turismo 7 is? Is it Spa in the Wet? It is Spa in the Wet in a 70s Porsche. Yeah. On racing slicks. That's 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 what I heard, and I heard it's very difficult. 
And I, so you know how it keeps track of your daily workout, uh, how many miles you've driven. I want to say I spent over a thousand miles <laughs> driving oh on God. that. I drove over a thousand miles on that track before I finally got a gold timing. Wow. That is a lot, dude. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think. Because um, the night, so Saturday night, you know, I was staying up late to watch the F1 race. So I pretty much was playing Gran Turismo from like, I don't know, 7.30 until like 1-ish in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I was anywhere close to a thousand miles. Oh, this was, <laughs> like, this was, uh, this was over the course of a couple of days. Okay? No, so I know, once. but I'm... I'm just trying to myself put that into perspective, like how much that is just on one one event. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it was uh, massively frustrating. Uh, you make one mistake and your entire fucking run is ruined. Yeah, like you dip a tire on any wet part of the track and you just you might as well just fucking drive off the track and try again. <laughs> um, God, it was. Yeah. A- like, it was haunting me in my nightmares over the course of, like, three days where I was trying to do this. Man. I mean, I just barely got in under the gold time, whereas some of the other ones where I was, like, I, I was, like, a couple seconds under the gold time. This one, I was, like, I want to say two-tenths under it. So, like, yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. It's cruel. Whoever designed that as the final exam for the super license is an evil bastard. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's there's nothing like that in the previous uh, exams. Like you have like wet weather stuff in the in the previous licenses, but you're on wet weather tires for those. Right. Um, this is this was just abject cruelty, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad I never have to do it again. Yeah. I have not done any of the super license stuff yet. I gotta still do that, but yeah, this sounds pretty brutal overall. Yeah, the game—it's—it's I mean, it's hard to even finish a lap. Like, and the thing is, the first lap I finished was uh, three tenths above the gold time. So I was super frustrated that I didn't get it on my first completed lap. Mm, damn. <laughs> right. The game, so I finished basically the the campaign. I finished all the menu books. Um, The game is like no fucking joke in some of the later races when it goes from dry to wet. Like, Like, the feeling just completely changes. And it's... It's really fun, but man, it can be like brutal because I had a race... Oh, it was... was, uh, I think it's Suzuka is one of oh, them, yeah? and, it, and it ended up raiding, and I was, like, clear... I just got the lead, and I was clearly just crushing it. I had a great fucking car for that that one. You can kind of choose almost whatever you want, meaning certain requirements. So, I had an overall faster car, but it was not good once the fucking wet came, and it was, like, one of those things, like, you have to... What I like about this game is you have to, like, literally practice throttle control so much, because... Even even on a controller, like, if you're racing in the wet and you don't have uh, wet tires on or anything like that, 
you have to you can't just slam the fucking trigger down and give it full throttle like you have to really kind of ease up on it because else are like you're just going to start spinning your rear tires like crazy and you're not even going to get going really and uh so there was like a lot of tricky races like that that i was like man this is this is just fun i was just not expecting this turn in this feel in this but i really overall just enjoyed it and how'd you enjoy yeah, that your was, two laps on the nurburgring that was fun yeah that was that was totally fine that that went well and the Nürburgring is just like, every time I'm going around that full course, I'm like, how on earth does anyone actually, like, driving in real life around that track, how does anyone remember the layout of this track? It is just, it just feels so samey over and over and over again. You're just going down these little straights, and there's a turn here, and then there's a little turn here, and then, oh, this one's just a hair longer, then there's a turn here. It's like, how can you remember doing multiple laps there and remember the rhythm you should get in and all that stuff on that track that track is fucking nuts um and then yeah it's just it's uh it's small it's hard to pass on um so that's that's always fun um it's it's nuts it wasn't the very last one but a couple couple of them before i think it was the second to last championship i think you do the nurburgring in that one I can't remember. Either way, one of the events before the end, I I felt like such a fucking idiot. I was, it was on the Nürburgring, full course, one lap, got the lead, doing great. I was up by, I don't know, seven, eight seconds, ten seconds, something like that. And I get to the part where it's just fucking flat out, you're just going straight, and then there's a little bit of a turn, you're still going straight, and then you gotta get hard on the brakes, another left hand turn then a sharp right hand turn then that's pretty much like the end of the lap you know what area i'm talking about yeah yeah i know yeah and like a fucking idiot i just didn't give it enough break boom right right into the fucking wall spin out like crazy and then i never had to do it i'm like what's the fucking reverse button is in this game i literally have no idea like, I thought it was maybe, like, fucking L2 or something like that. And I'm, like, pressing all the buttons, and I couldn't fucking figure out what the reverse is. Spoilers, it's triangle if you're on a controller. So then I finally back up, and I fucking finished in third like an idiot. It was awful. It was totally awful. I felt like such a moron. I'm like, I can't believe that I just, one, didn't know the controls, and two, screwed up that, that badly. But, you know, that's I mean, that's game. why I drive manual. Uh, yeah, so I just down like it just it's a sequential shifter. So I just downshift until I'm into reverse, and you know, yeah. Of course, I never go off the track because I know Nurburgring like the back of my hand. I don't know what you're talking about with the track looking samey everywhere. I mean, um, you know, teach your own, I guess. I will say, like Spa in the wet, like that that final super license challenge is harder than anything I've ever done in Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm not fucking lying. It is no, harder I, than I, anything I've done in Elden Ring. Yeah, no, I I can probably very much understand that. And if that if that like if that were Nurburgring in the wet, I don't know if yeah. I would have ever fucking done it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. No, that doesn't sound fun at all. 
Yeah, man. I, I I overall very much enjoyed enjoy my time with that game, and yeah. still still want to play it. I still got the missions I want to do. I want to go back to some of the license stuff. I got to do the super license stuff. I haven't done do any the multiplayer. music rallies. Yeah, those are fun. I did all those. Yeah, I enjoyed those a lot. They need to add more of them. Yeah, I think there's I only mean, like it looks six. like they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 track do you want them to license for music rally? <laughs> <laughs> um hmm. I don't know. There's a bunch of cool tracks that I would love if they put into the game, like Silverstone. I think Silverstone would be awesome. Uh I don't know, the Indie Road course would be but, cool. But, but what what mu- I'm I'm sorry. Oh, you mean what like music a song? What song do you want it? Because hmm. for me, it's obvious. What is it? It's Dragula. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be really good. Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. Hmm. I like that. Ah, it's you, a good you game. Play any- yeah. Cool. It, it's it and it looks really good. Like I've oh, yeah. like having crashed plenty of times on spa and looking at the sun reflecting off my car as I'm just staring at the screen in disgust at what I'm being act, asked to do. Game looks great. <laughs> the ray tracing is good. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh I have only only really played uh like I don't know an hour and a half, two hours of Horizon, that's pretty much it. Mm. Um, because I was just wiped out early in the week with the with that stomach bug or some stomach shit bug. like that. It was bad. Like, Is that I, why I had the shits the other day? Did I get maybe, the stomach bug? Maybe, because I, I got that big old D of the ass and it was horrible. Um, mm, the bad, st- the, the BPD, the bad poops disease. Exactly. So, uh, I was, like, completely fucking wiped out Monday and Tuesday to the point where I, like, couldn't even fucking work or anything. It was just, like, all I wanted to do was sleep. It just felt so horrible. So that's pretty much all I ended up doing. was doing a little bit of Horizon the other day, and that's pretty much it. Nothing nothing really new to report there. The only thing I will say, beat that big old elephant robot from the preview stuff mm. in the trailers and everything. Wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I'll say that. Probably because I cheesed it a little bit. And when you cheese things, sometimes it's not that fun. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, who knows? I'm sure I'll fight more of them because I'm probably halfway through that game still. So, long ways to go. But that's all I got. Okay. Well, I guess with that, we can go into the video game news of the week. I'm not sure what order I'm going to take this in, but I do know what we have to address first. And it's Kingdom Hearts 4. Why? Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> they announced this trailer, I feel like, at a weird time. Like, mm-hmm. it, what was it, a Sunday? They announced yeah, it? Yeah, it was probably, yeah, it was Sunday. It was probably a weird time for us, because I think this was probably in Japan, this 20th anniversary event that they had. Yeah, yeah, I guess it might have been, yeah, it might have, no, 
would it have been Monday morning or would it have been Sunday for them? No, it it still would have been Sunday for them, I feel like. Yeah, I think it was Monday morning for us. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no they are ahead of us, so it would Right, no, I'm with you. Okay. I get all this fucking mixed up. Yeah. It, regardless, Kingdom Hearts 4 is announced. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a trailer, and there it's like Sora, and there's some gameplay. There's Hold some... Hold some, on. It's in the no, quad, no, no, quadratum. No. Say, say the line. It's Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Yeah, it's okay. Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Yeah. They're in the trailer. Yeah. But they're not together. Okay. But... <laughs> You know what I mean. You can't just say Sora. It, it's, all, it's always Donald and Goofy. It is. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Where are Donald and Goofy in this trailer? No idea. No, no idea. Where is Sora? Why is Sora looking like he's in this city? Fighting this big old dude. In the qu- What's the quadratum? Who are the 60,000 fucking dudes... Tyler, you're you know, making a mistake here. You're trying to make sense of Kingdom Hearts. I know. It's bad. It's bad. I think that should be a literal, like, diagnosable, like, disease. Mm. Is making sense of Kingdom Hearts. Because it can be pretty bad. Um, there's more men, maybe women, who knows? There's more people in... Uh, black jackets with their head up or their hood up and you don't know who it is for the 70th thousand fucking time in this franchise who is that oh it's probably the clone of Sora's penis who knows mm. you know mm. like and then we're going to get into it's heartless and it's nobody it's like what is going on I'm making They showed a bunch Sora's of nonsense, feet. But... They showed Sora's very normal looking human feet. Yeah. Oh, who's working those big shoes? <laughs> I don't know. Is he just know. wearing shoes that are way too big for his feet? I think so, and it, it is upsetting overall. That's not for good sure. for your feet. Like I've worn shoes that are like a half size too big and that was that was not okay. Yeah. He's like, wearing blisters. shoes that are like like twice the size of his feet. Almost. They're huge. Also, there's like some little redhead girl. I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm sure there's people out there, some people that we know, like like Keith, probably, who probably has an idea of who these people might fucking be. But I, I'm like so out on this. And this is, I was also very in on Kingdom Hearts 3. So, I played Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 2, I especially adore. I still love that game. I think that game is just amazing from start to finish. And the story is not out of control nonsense, in my opinion, in either of those two games. If you take those two games for what they are. But what about the extended universe game? What about the other games? Yeah, see, that's when it starts to go, like, what the fuck is going on? Because, like, Birth by Sleep, which is the PSP game that's a prequel, 
I think like there's good stories there and I think that does make sense. But then it just gets like completely fucking nuts by the time Kingdom Hearts 3 comes around. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 to me was one of the most unsatisfying endings I have ever experienced in a video game because of the weight for that game. Now, I came to Kingdom Hearts kind of late. I didn't play Kingdom Hearts until I was in college. So, what, what, 2013, 14 is when I played it. So, I wasn't waiting since like 2006 when Kingdom Hearts 2 originally came out to play Kingdom Hearts 3 like some other people. I understand that. But still, I was really excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. I was waiting for a decent amount of time. And I just felt like that ending was so unsatisfying. And then they just fucking tease whatever's going to come next. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, this was supposed to be, like, the end. The big old finale. And here we go. Like, god damn it. So I just felt a little burned, personally. I know there's other fans out there that don't feel that way. But, um, yeah. And Somehow. I'll probably, mm. I'll probably play Kingdom Hearts 4. Somehow, Kingdom Hearts 4 will come out in 1998. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Who, that, that's a thing. Uh, they didn't give any, any sort of indicator. They probably won't for a while. I mean, they, even when they announced Kingdom Hearts 3, like, finally re, like, kind of re-announced it at one of the Sony E3 showcases. Like, uh, even then, that took a long time. For that game to finally come out, so I'm not expecting this game for I'm going to say four years at a minimum. Mm, like okay. it's going to be a long ways away. I feel. Um, and but I mean, there's potentially cool stuff. Like there is potential that they might be doing Star Wars in this. Like they're showing like a forest, and there's all sorts of like interesting things that people have found in the teasers, and it's like. That could be pretty dope. Like, I feel like Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts are somewhat, at least from a combat perspective, made for one another. Like, that's a really cool idea. Um, this is this is how they know. bring back Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. And, and I'm saying this, too. Like... Kingdom Hearts 3 wasn't a completely bad game. There were some really cool worlds about it. You know, combat was cool. It just did not grab me from a story perspective the way that I wanted to. And and I will say, even even the stories within the stories just weren't as good as some of the other ones, I would say. Overall, I just felt a little bummed out about it. I can't stop thinking about Star Wars Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Is Sora going to turn Anakin good again? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be cool. You have Soros, Sora and Anakin in reverse roles or something with uh, uh, Obi-Wan. Sora's like, I have the high ground. Yeah. And Anakin's like, no. Don't do it. Video games are stupid. <laughs> Especially Kingdom Hearts. I'm just going to say it. Kingdom Hearts is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So was uh, releasing Cyberpunk 2077 in what, 2020? 2021? Yeah. 2020. Wait, 2020. Yeah, 2020. that was that was stupid. Um, yeah. And so was probably announcing any release date for uh, their expansion for, for for that video game. Like, I I don't know why you even did, did they not learn? Did did they just not learn to you know maybe shut the fuck up about a release date? Um, until like you know, right? Like, come on, yeah, you just went through this, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, yeah, CD Projekt Red pretty much said that an expansion for Cyberpunk 2077 is coming next year when they said it was going to come this year, but obviously they have been completely reshuffling all of their plans since Cyberpunk took a big old dump and was not very good. Um, so they're they're kind of reworking all that stuff and saying they're just going to keep on trucking along with this game and supporting it. You know, they're obviously developing the expansion. They're developing fucking the the new Witcher game. And there's some other stuff we'll get to here. But they have a lot going on. I, I mean, we could just talk about it all real quick. Because sure. they, they've also delayed their uh, upgraded version of The Witcher 3. Um, the PlayStation 5 uh, native version of that game. Um, until further notice is, is their wording. It was supposed to come out Q2 of this year. And that, yeah. Yeah. And this is because they decided to take on the development in-house instead of letting Saber Interactive finish it. So I, I wonder why they chose to do that, ultimately. Like, why did they choose to bring it in-house, but then also why did they choose to, you know, port it out to Saber Interactive in the first place? I don't know. We'll never know, probably. So that, ultimately, has decided to... Um, you know, push that around. I imagine it might have been like a quality thing for them, maybe, but that's kind of ironic if it's quality, considering the state Cyberpunk launched in. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see on that. Yeah. I was kind of looking forward to that just to see how The Witcher 3 plays on next gen. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure they they're, they want to sell more copies of The Witcher 3 because, you know, if they re-release it, yeah, you know, just by GTA Five logic, it'll sell again, right? Uh, yeah, it's already Basically. sold pretty well. Forty million copies of The Ooh. Witcher Three have sold so far, and uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has surpassed eighteen million copies sold, um, which I I think is pretty solid for how bad that game launched. Yeah, uh, probably maybe more than they deserve, but hey. <laughs> if this means they can actually continue uh, make, maybe making that game good. Uh, yeah, definitely. And 18 million is a lot, but mm -hmm. it also has showed like, to me how much the sales of that game slowed down over the past year. Probably, one, it wasn't available on PlayStation Network for a long time. Uh, but two, just the overall quality of it, because when they, not long after it launched, they said they sold like 12 or 13 million copies of it. Uh-huh. So that has sold, that has slowed down pretty significantly, but I'm sure it'll kind of ramp up now that the next-gen version's out. 
Um, but The Witcher 3 being at $40 million is really shocking to me. Um, not because uh, that game's not a popular game or I didn't think it sold well at all. I just didn't think it sold that well. And that makes me really happy overall that it sold 40 million copies because that game deserves all the sales it gets. That game's a masterpiece to me. So, now that's awesome. The one thing with Cyberpunk, though, is like I just truly looking at it now, and I still haven't played it, but I just don't understand why they launched the next-gen version of Cyberpunk when they did. Because they completely got drowned out by all the new releases. You know, I think they launched, like, what, like, right before Horizon, then Elden Ring came out, and, you know, straight after, like, Dying Light 2, and then it's just continuing, like, a flood of fucking games that came out throughout March. As you well. know what so, would have been a good time to release that? Uh, probably April. April yeah. would have been a great time for them to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, April, May, like, there's just not a ton of, like, major AAA sort of stuff. So I just don't understand why they launched it when they did. I think they really hurt themselves because now with an expansion coming in 2023, like, not having any major content until then... Um, not saying the game's going to be dead or anything, but you're at least not going to get another big pop for a really long time when you could have just had it at a better time. So uh, I don't understand their logic there, but we'll see. Yeah. All righty, real quick, let's uh, revisit the whole Activision Blizzard thing. Um, I guess first, uh, first thing here... Um, they appointed a new chief of diversity, equity, and a new chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. Um, I think it's a little bit too late for that. Uh, like they already they're already getting sued. Like I mean, it feels like maybe they. Yeah, I don't. I don't get what the point of this is going to be. Eventually, like, why are they creating a new position, like, right before they're about to get acquired? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I think, too, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very late on this. Um, but, you know, maybe this is a role that will just continue through as Microsoft acquires them, too. So, yeah, maybe it's a role that they can just bring in now, start building on. Um, what, what I find interesting is using the phrase business data driven accountability. Wow. I'm yeah, not that, sure that's, how I feel about that. <laughs> that certainly sounds like they're putting people first, right? No, Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that sounds like the most sterile corporate bullshit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like you have that. And then the next thing they say that they're going to do is continuous feedback loops between leaders and employees. Like, okay how many times do we hear that? You know, you got to really put your money where your mouth is on that stuff. So kind of just a weird mix in my opinion, but you know, we don't, we don't ultimately know what those data driven things are, but when you hear that stuff, you're like, eh, for someone that's supposed to be more just people focused on, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. We, in in a major corporation, like the data has shown that if we pay, the QA department, not the Raven software people, because uh, we 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 just don't feel like screwing them. But if we pay the other QA people, they won't unionize. That's the data <laughs> that we're running on. 
Ah. But that's not the worst. Like, that, that's kind of meh, whatever news. The real evil, insidious news is that um, the lawyer who was in charge of, um, of the lawsuit against Activision Blizzard uh, has resigned and is claiming that uh, the governor of California is uh, cooperating with Activision Blizzard <laughs> in ways that seem very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> when I read this, I'm like, oh my gosh. It doesn't surprise me, though. It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, so, yeah, Governor Governor uh, Newsom uh, seems like every kind of, like, fucking... He seems like a comic book villain at this point. Like, the way that he is just protecting corporations just in a desperate bid for them to not leave California is uh, kind of... It, it definitely does not take into consideration uh, the people that have been hurt in at Activision and Blizzard as a result of uh, the alleged uh, misconduct there. Uh, and, yeah, I don't... I just don't... I don't get how you think you can get away with this, but I guess powerful people get away with bullshit all the time. Right. Um, but yeah, what's alleged here is that uh, Gaver- Governor Newsom um, fired the previous uh, lawyer, right? Let's see. Well, uh, well yeah. Mm. Yes, you, you so, are right yeah. on that. Yeah, okay. and he's like demanding information based, like like advanced notice of uh of stuff and it it sounds like he might be passing that on to Activision. Right. Yeah, it sounds like that presence in him con- in his office basically just continually asking for next steps, all that all that good old stuff, you know, it's uh yeah, not 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 very good and it seems to be increasing as this goes along. And it's looking more and more likely that Activision's going to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Corruption. When when have you heard that? Oh yeah. no, not not while it's in America. You can't call it corruption if it's in America. If it's in <laughs> if it's somewhere else, yeah, sure. You yeah, can call it absolutely. corruption there, but not no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, the media will never call it corruption when it when it's happening here in the states. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of crimes, <laughs> the new No Man's Sky update is all about doing space crimes. Um, yet another free update to No Man's Sky titled Outlaws is, uh, yeah, it's based around doing space crimes. Which, you know, great. I love it. I love doing space crimes. Yeah. Just Sounds like it's like fucking Star Wars shit out here, man. Uh huh. You can recruit I... your own squadron. There's expeditions. Uh, yeah, they're adding more, I guess, to this whole living ship thing that they added before. You can smuggle. They're improving space combat. Even some of the character, like I guess, outfits or something you can wear. It looks straight out of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's fucking sick. I can't wait to get my Steam Deck and place No Man's Sky on it. Mm. I know it's on Nintendo Switch, but that's not where I want to play this game. Yeah, right. Let's let's be real. That's that's not where I want to play No Man's Sky. But yeah, I mean, 
I wonder what they'll do next. <laughs> like, I feel like they've been working on No Man's Sky for so long. Like, how much money did they get to make No Man's Sky? And, like, I'm just curious where where the finances are coming from because all these updates have been free. And, I like, know. I mean, we never see it in sales charts. Nope. nope. Like, yeah. I wonder yeah. if... I wonder if Sony, like, A, felt burned because the the way the game released, but also B, because of how much money they handed over. <laughs> I, I wonder yeah. how much money got handed over in that. I, I'm, I'm curious, too, and I wonder if that's been funding so many of these things still. Uh, who knows? Because that game sold very well right out the gate, but obviously Sony was, like, very much behind it. Mm-hmm. I would imagine they felt burned. Like, I remember, uh, I think it was Shuhei, one of the Sony execs at the time, kind of threw, um, what's Sean Murray under the bus a little bit mm-hmm. when that game launched, saying, like, y'all, it wasn't ready, all that stuff. And just, so I imagine they felt burned to a degree. I mean, there was a ton of hype behind this game. So. God, am I going to start another save of No Man's Sky? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe get to the noob stuff. <laughs> that that <laughs> seems like the cycle for me, someone who occasionally checks back in. Like I'm like, oh, wow, I forget how to do everything. I might as well start over. And then I almost never get to the new stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's remarkable. Looks really fucking cool, though. It does. All right. Let's see, we got a few more in here. Uh, based around PlayStation, uh, you know, let's see. So PlayStation has uh, invested, Sony has invested in Epic Games, their Metaverse project. Uh, pumped, what, another million dollars or something like that? Let me see. How much did they? Billion. A billion? They pumped a billion dollars into Epic. Yes. What the fuck? How can you... Like, that's... That's a lot of money. Holy fuck. Yeah, and this is on top of the 450 that they 450 million that they invested last year. So what's yeah, it's pretty wild like you think about it like Sony's making money off of Fortnite, they're making money off of every game sold in the Epic Game Store like a small fraction, but they're making money off of it by investing in yeah, they're just so into this whole fucking metaverse stuff. Um, they said, uh, as a creative entertainment company, we're thrilled to invest in Epic to deepen our relationship in metaverse field, in the metaverse field, a space where creators and users share their time. Sony going all in on the metaverse, but with Epic. What is, why, why, why? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, now, like, uh, because Sony is developing PlayStation VR 2, do you no, think that has anything no, to do with it? No. Well, yes, but no. I <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's part of it, maybe. You know. The VR thing 
the only VR metaverse thing I would want is to be able to uh, walk around Kamurocho and hang out with uh, my favorite Yakuza characters. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be very like, cool. Just hang out with Ichiban. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. How like I just find it so interesting though the overall just relationship between Sony and Epic. Um because uh, Unreal Engine 5 was another big thing with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just going to keep on going, and I just wonder how far that will go overall. Like, I don't see Sony buying Epic or anything like that. I think Epic's just gotten too big at this point. But, um, yeah, it's just an interesting interesting relationship. Probably smart for Sony to do, too, to, to get in on it and... Yeah, and and Sony isn't the only one too. Just throw it out here the the company K I R K B I. I don't really know how to the parent company for Lego. Yeah, I don't know if there's a pronunciation for that, but or if that's just a abbreviation. But uh, yeah, they've invested a billion dollars in Epic as well for this stuff mm. for Metaverse. Probably to Legoize it, but okay. Which Sony character do you want to see in Lego form? Oh man. I think Kratos would just be funny. A Lego, Lego God of War. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just cuz that's such a serious What if that's thing, how they do funny. the what if that's how they remake the first like games? Is <laughs> that'd be cool. I'd be down. I'd be down. <laughs> I think like Lego um I think like Aloy could fit with with mm-hmm. Lego as well. You know. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of cool characters, but yeah. Lego Twisted Metal. Oh, you know, fuck it, that could actually be kind of fun. Actually, cars blowing up and then a bunch of Legos. Yeah, why not? God damn it! Ah, why do we never get paid for these ideas? <laughs> I know. It's probably because we don't negotiate them. Much like uh, it seems like uh, Lorne Lanning didn't negotiate the deal for Oddworld Soulstorm to, uh, you know, benefit him as much. So he went on a podcast, a filthy Xbox podcast, um, and basically said <laughs> that uh, he lost out on sales because he went, he took a lump sum payment to be on PlayStation Plus. Uh, at a time he wasn't sure how much the game was going to sell. And, you know, that's kind of part of the deal there. Like, you, like, I don't know. I feel like the, what, 4 million downloads? We What, what was it, 4 million? 4 million, Hold yeah. on, there was, a, there was a number here. Yeah. The 4 million downloads is not... That, that, that isn't 4 million potential sales. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this, dude. Like... I mean, the whole point of PlayStation Plus is kind of, like, the, the reason that you subscribe to PlayStation Plus beyond, like, the online multiplayer thing um, is to try the games, maybe? Like, it, play games that you normally wouldn't buy, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, while, yeah, it theoretically he could have made more money if he didn't that deal but like that's also a risk like what you did there was 
what he did there was make sure that he could fin like his team could finish the game and release it. Yeah. That it, that it, that's what it sounds like. Why he did the deal here. Right. right. Um, it also sounds like uh, their development time got extended as well. So they were planning to launch the game in January, um, mm-hmm. and so shortages at that time were way worse for PS5. Um, and so just way less consoles out there. And then by the time it launched in April, there was just way more consoles. So it got downloaded way more times. So uh, he's, I guess their projections is what, if I'm understanding this correctly, was 50 to 100,000 copies? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. To, to just be... Um, yes, their projections and... to be such a major difference to what actually happened. I mean, yeah, that's if you, like, if you were selling it. Right. Th- these are downloads from PlayStation Plus, and, like, I mean, this quote, I I feel like, brings about, like, maybe a misunderstanding of, like, what what what's actually going on here. Because, here's, here's the quote. Because it slipped to April, we had the t- highest downloaded game on PS5, and it was, I think, approaching close to 4 million units or something like that for free because they were all subscriptions. So for us, it was devastating. Um, so, like, we pay the subscription. We don't download the games for free. I think that's something people need to understand. And mm-hmm. it being part of the sub- sub- subscription, like, it sounds like Mr. Lorne Lanning here thinks that that should have been 4 million sales. But I don't... I don't think... Like, I'm not even sure you get he- to half of that if it's not, like... If your own projections were fifty to a hundred thousand, to think that you would have, to then see four million units downloaded, because it was on a subscription, means that you like, I mean, yes, your your projection maybe was fucked up, and wrong, but that was your projection, and like, I, I don't know. You got the money to finish the game and put it out, and like I. Maybe you should have negotiated it better to, like, maybe have a performance clause in there. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But that's also kind of the nature of, like, the... And I'm not saying it's right, but the nature of, like, being on one of these subscription services is that, like, you kind of have to negotiate and, like... Maybe don't go out there and say out loud that your projection for selling the game was 50 to 100,000 copies. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, which, maybe have a little bit more optimism going into those negotiations. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder, yeah, those fifty to hundred thousand copies. Like, I'm curious on that too. Like, to, would that have covered the development cost and then some, or you know, no. we, we never know too how much Sony pays for this stuff as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know because if you're saying that you also need money to finish the game, so you took the deal. It's, yeah, it's it's just kind of a, he calls it a double-edged sword, and that's kind of what it seems like to me, too. Of like, I'm sure as a developer, I guess it depends on what your game is. Like, if your developer is kind of, if your game is a single-player experience like Oddworld is, rather than, say, I don't know, Fall Guys or Rocket League, games that had huge success in PlayStation Plus, um, I'm sure, depending on that, and depending on other monetization your game might have, like, 
seeing your game being downloaded four million times when then it doesn't sell very well after the fact or something can probably pretty be pretty devastating in ways. But yeah, it it's, it seems like a mixed bag to me a little bit on this. That's just my thought. Yeah, I, I but, just have a feeling when you go uh, into a deal like this and you see a, a higher download number than you would have ever projected your game selling, you have to somehow compartmentalize that with like, hey, uh, a lot of these people might not have even touched our game otherwise. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And two, this, I mean, this sort of thing is going to happen more and more as well, especially with Sony getting in on, like, streaming services and having a catalog of titles that you're paying a subscription for and all that. There's going to be more of these negotiated sort of deals that... um, I think we don't really even know exactly how Microsoft does it on game on the Game Pass end, but I've read they go both sides. Like they might do a lump sum sort of deal, they might do a performance based sort of thing, like maybe per download or something like that. Like, yeah, it's it's all kind of going to come down to negotiating, and but I just wonder how much this some of this stuff, and we'll just see how much. Uh, it could screw independent developers. How much it could help them. We and it's one of those weird things. Like I feel like in stories over the years for Xbox Game Pass, it's kind of been both sides. Like oh, it's fucking great, we love it, and oh, it's it hurt us, you know. And I don't know, it's just going to keep happening. I think, but it's also just uh, very interesting insight on this stuff because we just very rarely get something like this. With, like, actual numbers and all that. Yeah, which, like, I think there's a reason a lot of developers don't talk about this. Like, I I doubt the next Oddworld game is going to launch on a PlayStation Plus yeah. uh, as a subscription game. Like, I, I just don't, like, if you're going to come out here and talk about it, I think you have to live with, hey, uh, we're just not going to do this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's that's just kind of the nat- like the nature of having a relationship with like the platform holder. Like I f- I feel like you can't you can't come out here and like say that your game got screwed over for launching on their service. Like and then do the next one on there. Like a you right. sound hypocritical if you do that, and b like. Why would the platform holder do another deal with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, I wonder if this would hurt them in the future for anything with Sony. But also, like, having 4 million people play your Oddworld game might mean that some of those people buy your next Oddworld game, too. So, like... Yeah. It's certainly... Yeah, it's it's all over the place. How it can help and hurt. Absolutely. All right. I guess speaking about PlayStation Plus here, this last story, um, they're going to make some changes to uh, how you automatically subscribe to PlayStation Plus, at least in the UK here. I'm not sure if this is going to be a global change. Right. Um, But they've run up against some uh, UK law here um, where, like, uh, I guess now that if... If you are subscribed to PlayStation Plus in the UK, 
and say you forget and you don't play PlayStation. Say you don't buy a PlayStation 5 and you buy and you switch over to an Xbox and forget that you have a PlayStation Plus as a subscription. Um, now Sony has to notify you that uh, about how you can cancel and then maybe and then eventually stop taking payments if they don't use your service. Right. Which I think is a really good idea. I wish this was just <laughs> law across the globe on all subscription services, like music subscriptions, TV yep. and streaming subscriptions. Like, if I forget about that shit and I don't use it, you shouldn't be taking my money. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, this is a good thing, and uh, yeah, it seems like it's probably just in the UK. I would love this happen here because I'm with you. But it, it doesn't seem, <laughs> yeah, it does not seem like a very American thing to do at all. Because if you can make money, make the fucking money. It doesn't matter how you're making the money. Unfortunately. So, if the person died, keep trying to charge their credit card here in America. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what being American's all about. You know, it's beautiful. It's, it's your freedom, dude. It's your right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, I, I, no, this is not much else to say. This is a pretty good thing to do. Yeah. Now that's all the news we have for this week. Um, again, a reminder, this, this, is, this is being recorded on a Thursday night. Uh, if, say, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3.5 is announced between now and next time we record, look, that's just... That's just the nature of, uh, you know, scheduling here. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling there will be a game announced that we're excited for between maybe even this podcast and when it gets released. I feel like it's, it's we're, we're, we're getting pretty soon on, like, when F1 2022's... What, do, they, do they have a date for 2022? I don't think so, no. But it's usually, like, July, June... When they release it, I'll say. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't have a date for it yet. No. But I have a feeling that's going to come soon. I'm. I'm with you though on game announcements. Like, I feel like something's going to happen pretty soon because the back half of this year is so oddly light. And it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, summertime's approaching. That's usually when we get major announcements, but. God, imagine someone will, might maybe want to go first here. Start Halo game Wars out there. three, um, yeah, Halo Wars. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. off the back of that excellent TV show that's out right now. Gosh, dude, I, I watched... can't even fake it. I can't fake. Did it. you watch it at all? Um, I've seen clips of it. Yeah. I've seen enough clips of that show to know that I don't need to watch that fucking show. I watched the first episode. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, it's it's a different take. I can live with it. The one thing that pissed me off, the Halo music, iconic, amazing. They barely fucking use it. It's horrible. Like, they just use, like, generic-ass orchestral music throughout the whole thing, basically. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Some, some wonky CG or whatever. It's a TV show. It, you know, it's it's fine. Got to the second episode. Master Chief, the guy who plays him, 
talked so much that I was like, I'm out. And he talked without his helmet on. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't mean to be one of those guys when it comes to like lore or like anything like that. Like, oh, that's not my my version of Master Chief. But I'm like, I just literally can't get behind this. And I'm like, I'm out. Like, I just can't do it as someone that's kind of grown up with Halo. Like, no way. And and it was just, nope, I'm done. And I haven't watched since. So, yeah. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, you know, that's just a great way to live life. Yeah, definitely. If there's something you don't like, just stop giving a fuck about it. Yeah. And also because it's Paramount. And I think Paramount and CBS are like the same fucking company almost, basically. It just had that feeling of something that could have been on CBS after the Sunday football games. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, this is not what you need for Halo to me. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm all for doing something different, but you also got to be respectful in a way, too, of like the source material and. It just wasn't it in the right ways to me. <sighs> All right, well, gonna have to close it out. I have to. Go, it's almost my bedtime. I need. To, I need to go to bed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We're gonna end this podcast first. I have to get through this list of things uh, that I have to tell you to do. One of those things is to give us ratings and reviews. Share us with your friends. Send us questions at PlayStation Report Podcast at Gmail dot com or at PS Report Podcast on Twitter. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler on his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next time, be good to each other. Play your video games and meow.